0: Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. Hi there, and thanks for listening to the Audio Branding podcast up to this point. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. I've had a really great time interviewing some fantastic people on this podcast, and I'm intending on continuing to do that for a long time to come. But I wanted to make a little bit of a, well, I don't know, I wanted to say something about our current situation, which is very strange. (laughs) Um, I get that a lot of people are stuck in their house, that they're um, stuck with kids at home that have never had to be home for this long, and everyone's going a little stir-crazy. I'm hoping that podcasts are helping you get through this with a little more sanity, maybe, than you might have expected. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping that I can help contribute to uh, that little bit of sanity that you find in your life. And I don't know, if I can do that, then I guess this is all worth it. But beyond that, I also wanted to explain why I even started this podcast in the first place. Because audio branding is, it's one of those things that's just kind of in the background and that people don't really think about until they have to think about it. So because I spend my entire life pretty much doing audio branding for other people, I thought I would talk about it with more consciousness, with more intention. And so that's what this podcast is all about. And I wanted to go into a little more detail of why it can help your podcast or your company. So here's what this particular podcast is about. I'm going to give you a definition of audio branding just so that you have that in mind while we talk about this. So according to Harvard Business Review, audio branding is the strategic use of sound in positively differentiating a product or service, enhancing recall, creating preference, building trust, and even increasing sales. So ultimately, think of it as a brand or podcast's emotional shorthand, the quickest way to your listener's heart. So how do you want them to feel when they hear you, and how does it help your podcast or company to reach your audience faster and on a deeper level? If you think about this, it's pretty important, and here are a few reasons why. First of all, professionalism. This part is pretty self-explanatory. Having professional audio shows that you're a professional. It makes it clear that you invest in your endeavor and you take it seriously. When it comes to podcasts, I do understand that there are productions that prefer not to be produced. They can be a true expression of your own authentic self. That's fine. And as such, sometimes it's just fine for you to talk in front of a microphone and leave it at that. That's that's also fine. But if your podcast is a reflection of your brand or your company, it needs some professional panache. The next point is consistency. It's hard to ignore the musical trill that Intel uses at the end of every tech commercial you've experienced in the last many years, even on the radio where there are no visuals. The consistent use of that sound, along with the promise of quality in the visuals, think about it, you were seeing quality inside on all of these commercials, has made the two ideas forever intertwined in our minds. So now, you don't need to see that promise anymore. All you need to do is hear it. Mazda uses the playful whisper of a child saying, Zoom, Zoom, to convey both a sense of power and a sense of wonder. Not a bad image for a car. And I know you've heard and can easily recall the three notes played when NBC comes on the television. What kind of emotion does that create in you? It probably depends on the shows they air and how much you love them, but you know, think about it. Anticipation, nostalgia, something else. This kind of powerful memory response triggered by a sound can also work with something as simple as only one tone, like the Taco Bell sonic logo, or what used to be called an earcon. And I'll link to a Wikipedia definition of this in my show notes and on my blog. My blog about advertising at Cannes talks about this in more detail. What happens when an advertising campaign replaces the distinctive sound of Big Ben in London with the Taco Bell bell? You definitely get a media explosion, that's what. Sound can very closely be associated with a company and their brand, but only if it's consistent and persistent. If the audio of a brand changes too often, it can become jarring or confusing to those you're trying to reach. Changing a company's sound capriciously can actually damage a brand. Also, keep in mind that you might get tired of your audio branding. Believe it or not, your boredom isn't a good reason to change it. Keep it until your accountant says it's no longer working. Are sales dropping? Are clients no longer contacting you? Maybe then it's time to reexamine your brand's image, both its visuals and the way it sounds. And keep in mind that if those two things don't match one another, your clients and customers will turn away without being aware of exactly why. It's unconscious. Make sure your audio is consistent with the tone of voice of your brand image. Sight and sound should work together. When it does, it's magic. And my last point, it's super effective. Audio is such an effective advertising and marketing tool for many reasons. Here are just a few. Sound touches us immediately. It goes right to our hearts. People buy based on emotions and then justify it with logic. I don't know about you, but I do that all the time. So touching your listeners' emotions makes it much more likely they'll remember you. Be intentional with how you want them to feel when they see and hear your brand. The world is full of visual distraction, especially now. And I don't know about you, but I am constantly overloaded with brand images and advertising every time I go online. It's tiring. And I'm online a lot these days. (laughs) Sound cuts through that noise. It reaches us on a deeper personal level. If you wanna be noticed, you need to be heard. Also, music is a universal language the instruments and tonal structure may change, but essentially you can communicate emotion to a global audience without needing to know the language they speak. That means that if you invest in an effective audio brand, you can reach your intended audience on an emotional level fast, anywhere they might be listening. It doesn't matter what your native language is if people can relate to the sound. I totally understand that sometimes it's hard to know where to start with this stuff, but figuring out an audio brand to match your visual brand isn't as difficult as you think it is. I've created a little bit of a worksheet that will give you a hand with this, and you can download it at voiceoversandvocals.com slash resources if you're interested. And with that, I will end this longest of solo podcast episodes I've ever done, (laughs) and just wish you health, happiness, and safety take care of yourself, okay? Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.